Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Sussex Set. I'm V. Welcome. So just a little update at the top of the episode, the podcast's IG is up. She's live. <laughs> you can find her at Sussex Set on IG or any of the links in either one of my bios, but I'm looking forward to being in touch with you guys there or don't, you know. Either way, (laughs) whatever suits you. Uh, Just want to let y'all know that that is there. And um, yeah, I want to try to have some fun over there. But I got to say thank you to Katie Kendallin. I hope I'm saying your name um, correctly for that wonderful article that you wrote. um, Allowing Sussex Squad to actually speak about Megan in our own words as a fandom. Um, There are a lot of very active people on uh, the social medias. And we kind of have been screaming at the top of our lungs about how unfair the coverage is. And I'm not sure what the reason for actually doing that article was, but uh, no, you know, Katie had been covering Megan and Harry a lot. But uh, I appreciate the fact that she tells another side to the story, because if we just rely on traditional media, it's not going to be cute. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, I think it's important that we speak up for Megan and Harry. Um if the majority of traditional media will just tell lies about them. I mean, not all of traditional media tells lies about Harry or Meghan or has a slant. It's just that the majority of them do. So I I do want to clarify that. But she wrote an article for Good Morning America, and I think it's brilliant for allowing the Sussex squad to tell the other side. Um, I like that most of the article is quotes from the people that she reached out to um, I've seen a couple of articles like that over the, you know, over the course of the last year. But um, I, I like that she didn't ed- editorialize in that at all. Um, surely plenty of reporters have taken liberty to editorialize and just insert their little shitty ass opinions about Megan. She didn't do that. And I really do appreciate that. Um, so well done, Katie. And well done to all of the ladies that did participate Um Dessa Roberts and, you know, the ladies in the Sussex Squad podcast. Um, She used some quotes from them and I'm grateful and honored to have been able to uh, include my opinion or, you know, uh, contribute contribute to that article uh, in some way. So thank you for allowing us to actually speak on that. And um, thank you to the new followers and subscribers, too. Uh, You're very much appreciated. You know, like I've said it once and I'll say it again and probably again and again. The more we empower each other to use our voices and to speak out, really in anything, but I guess as a fan base, because this is not um, this is not a situation where Megan or and Harry are people that people just write about and then move on to the next next topic. There are entire uh, sections of journalism, particularly in England, that are devoted to simply talking about the royals and they don't get to just fade in and out of the limelight, you know, like regular famous people do. Um, So it's kind of like an onslaught that never really ends. So um, combating some of that BS is kind of necessary. So thanks for allowing me to do that. Last time we talked, 
I reviewed the, not reviewed, I promoted the Lunchbox Fund charity. In the first couple of episodes, I was doing the charity promotion at the end of the episode, but I kind of like the feel of it being at the top. You know, let's start with something that's super important and something that's in the forefront of our minds uh, anyway, as we see what Harry and Meghan are doing with their platform. It just feels right. So let's start with that ultra, ultra positive. So this week, I want to highlight Little Village. You might remember Harry and Meghan promoting Little Village specifically on their IG page. Little Village makes it as easy as possible for local families to support one another during times of need. They collect great quality donations of clothes, toys, and kit for babies and children up to the age of five. And they give those donations to local families who are dealing with challenging circumstances, such as homelessness, unemployment, low wages, and domestic violence. Families are sent their way by their network of referral partners, uh, such as health visitors, children's centers, and midwives primarily, but also faith organizations, other charities, and public servants. Going through that list, you can see that it really does take a village, y'all. Like, that's why I think this charity is so important, because it, it literally involves a community. Little Village's dream is to see that no child in the capital grows up without essential items of clothing, toys, and equipment. All of their sites invite families in to choose the items they'd like, supported by their fantastic trained volunteers. Speaking of volunteers, Little Village is powered by an incredible network of over 150 volunteers, many of whom are parents with small children themselves, a group that often struggles to find opportunities for meaningful employment or volunteering. They're a registered charity, and they currently operate in the London boroughs of, and bear with me, Wandsworth and Camden, and in 2018, they're expanding into Southwark. Did I say those right? Pretty straightforward, but, you know, I know different pronunciations, so forgive me if I kind of butchered those. Through their work, they grow confidence, connection, and community at the same time as alleviating material poverty. How cool is that? They have the work cut out for them, though, because despite being in one of the wealthiest cities in the world, child poverty is rising for the first time in 20 years, and it's at its highest in inner London, where they operate. And they still show up to give their best every single time. So shout out to those volunteers. Uh, I just want to thank Little Village for doing the work that they do anyway, despite the challenges. And it's organizations like that that cause the little ones to grow up and remember the importance of giving back when they're able to do that. Um, I mean, it really, truly does take a village. So... Thank y'all for doing what you do. And thank those of you who have already donated to Little Village uh, or intend to. If you would like to donate or see how you can get involved if you live in London, go to littlevillagehq.org. Littlevillagehq.org. So not just Little Village. Go there for more information on how you can donate or get involved and help this wonderful charity organize support for families with dignity and love. Like, that right there is the most important thing. Nobody wants a handout. Nobody wants to feel like they're a charity case. But increasingly, more and more people 
really need that assistance, really just sometimes to get them from one step to the next. I mean, that's really all life is anyway. Nobody goes through it alone. So thanks, Little Village, for everything that you guys do. LittleVillageHQ.org. Go check them out. All right. So I thought that by the time I did another episode that Baby Boo would be here already. And he or she or they, uh, they're not. And that's okay. Um, But Baby Sussex, I got something for you. You know what I'm saying? More on that later, you know. Um, But, man, Twitter and Instagram have been, like, having my heart racing. Well, particularly Instagram. Um, Every time they post something, man, I think. I think it's a picture, even though I like I know they're not going to post a picture on the same day. I would say probably even within a week uh, after the baby is born. I don't see them even posting on Instagram. They might post other stuff like they've been doing, but I don't think they'll post a baby. Um, And we might not know until, you know, baby Sussex might actually be here. But either way, it doesn't stop my heart from from like jumping one or two beats. So. Uh, I'm just going to try to take it easy and just, you know, watch what everybody else and just when the baby comes, the baby comes. Just don't come while I'm sleeping, please, please. Um, yeah, so, yeah, the pictures won't be shared right away. So in your own time, little one, we're waiting. Uh, and I hope Megan is doing well. You know, I know she has to be mad uncomfortable right now. Um, those last, I think that last week is the hardest, but, um, uh, in other news, Harry is going to the Netherlands. The Invictus games will be in the Hague in 2020. So I saw that he was going on May 8th and May 9th to lay the groundwork for the next Invictus games. Um, congrats, Harry. I think that's, that's awesome. I mean, I can't believe that, you know, well, I guess it's a year since, the last games, but, or almost, well, not quite a year, because that was, what, October? Uh, But they have them every two years, so on the even years. But uh, the girls were upset by that. Um, I mean, some people were, but, um, I mean, I guess I kind of get it, but I don't really know what to say other than that, you know, they're lucky to have fans that care that much. I don't know, or unlucky, but, um, of course, I think people mean well, but, um, it's just a couple of days and, you know, do I think baby Sussex will be here by then? Probably. Um, or again, they might be here now, but I mean, I don't know. We definitely wouldn't know, but, um, I, I don't know. I'd like to think that at least an official announcement would have been made, you know, given that it's the queen's great grandchild, when the baby is born, whether we get to see the baby or not. But, like, either way, if Harry has to leave for a day or two, I'm sure, you know, it'll be the hardest thing that he's ever had to do, given that the baby is, like, brand new. That being said, you know, I think the Sussex Enterprise, quote-unquote, like, they have a lot of important moving parts, and a lot of those meetings are, like, planned months in advance, like, months and months in advance, Especially with the Invictus games, you know what I mean? So I don't I don't think they can, like, change the official kickoff for uh, the Invictus games. Well, they probably could, but there's a lot of planning that goes into that. So, um, I mean, it makes sense to keep it. It's not like the Invictus games are in, like, Australia again or 
or in America. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I think the the Hague is only like an hour or less than an hour flying. And, uh, you know, <laughs> he has his own, you know what I mean? I think, um, his own, his own transportation or he could, could take his own transportation. Um, but, uh, in either way, it's like, if he leaves on the 8th and comes back on the 9th, he'll be in England both days, if you actually think about it. Because I don't see Harry staying longer than he needs to, waiting on a baby and or having had a brand new baby. Um, that's like an hour. It's like an hour's drive from where I live. It's not very long at all. You know what I mean? Uh, some people commute more than that every single day, both ways. You know what I mean? So I think Harry will be good. I think everybody's just kind of a little bit antsy, but, um, but like, just think like last year, it was just the two of them. And, you know, the pictures were really great and, um, at the Evictus games. And then next year, There'll be a family. Like the first time we saw them at one, they weren't even engaged. We that was when the buzz was like, oh my God, Harry, Harry brought his girlfriend out. You know, what does this mean? Does this mean wedding bells? And it did. But then they were married at the the one in Sydney. And then now they're gonna be a family in the Hague. Oh my God. Like, think about it. Like, baby Sussex will be one. I'm guessing if, you know, the Invictus Games is in May. Well, whenever it is. But baby Sussex will be here. You know what I mean? So um, I just think that's just so great. That's so great. So good for them. Harry, do your thing. Um, and I'm looking forward to the Invictus Games for next year or just seeing how that comes together between now and when the games actually begin. So, um, so the Queen had a busy week, I guess. I mean, she was in the award-giving mood, which, you know, is kind of – Kind of nice. I guess it's nice to get an award, you know, especially if it comes from the queen. I don't care who you are, uh, especially when it comes from that queen. She's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. Probably not. Probably the greatest. So I was going to say it's not the greatest. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she gave out an award that she reserved for the big, big dogs, honey. Like queen said, Kay, come here. By the way, I'm talking about Kay. She said, Kay, come here. Come here, girl. Come over here real quick. I got something for you real quick. So remember what we had talked about last week? Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. So you see this? Everybody ain't got one of these. Shit, I didn't get my husband one until two years ago. So anyways. I'm just giving you a preview, but keep it on the hush-hush, you feel me? So, yeah, I snatched Will ass uh, real quick yesterday, and you ain't gonna have to worry about that little issue no more, aight? We cool? You look a little undecided, sis. We good? Aight, we good. We good now, okay? We good. See, because we can't have another one of them scandals up in here. You feel me? Bet. So, proofread this royal communication and send it back to me tonight, all right? Happy anniversary, boo. And I think that's how that went. What proof do I got? None. I ain't got a lick of proof. <laughs> but, you know, what do they say about the proof is in the pudding, you know? But congrats to Kate, though. I mean, it's it's a big deal. 
because not very many people have one of those. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah. But, you know, all jokes aside, um, I will say this about Kate. Like, she did give birth to the first in line. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not the first in line. She did give birth to an heir. Okay. She gave birth to an heir. And, um, you know, maybe after all she's put up with, if you catch my drift, um, that task alone was kind of worthy of the honor in the queen's eyes, you know, or perhaps, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff that you don't get to see. You only see what's presented in the public, you know, and they have strategic ways of going about that. But, um, you know. I don't know. Congrats, Khadija. You know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of irritated that she didn't stand shoulder to shoulder with my bitch, you know, given all she was going through. And of course she was pregnant, you know, but then again, why would she, you know, defend Megan if the rumors are coming from her household? So yeah, you know, it's all love, you know, Megan's a bad bitch and we know what they say about bad bitches, but for real, Congrats to Megan, you know. I'm sorry, not Megan. <laughs> congrats to Megan, girl. You didn't have quite a last couple of years. But congrats to Kate. That's a big deal. I don't care how you slice it. Very few people have one of those. Um, but from what I can see, I can't really actually pinpoint any meaningful actual work that Kate has done. Like done being the operative word. But uh, I do know that she cares about children's mental health. So... I guess with having a platform like that, it's important to shine lights on things um, if you can. But, you know, I don't know. Her work is really vague to me. Um, and that's no shade. That is not shade. But uh, in terms of service to the crown, she did keep, you know, keep it going by having kids in the sense that, you know, if the people still want it, they got an heir. Um, you know, back in the days, women used to be, Henry VIII killed his motherfucking wives if they didn't give him a son. I guess back then, you know, they kind of wanted, the, you know, to be a boy legally or whatever, whatever the rules were. But, um, yeah, it, I mean, it is what it is. Kate chose that life, and she went from her mama house to her husband house, and she's content. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got my issues, but uh, sure. Uh, good luck with Trump and Melanie. <laughs> yeah, melanoma, uh, however you want to say it. Uh, let's move on. So in other news, and you'll never believe this, but the royal press, fake journalists, do not speak for the people of England. Again, they do not speak for the people of England because according to a YouGov poll, some 75% of Brits say that the Sussexes have the right to keep the details of their child's birth private. Imagine that. But seriously, this is the modern age. And I'm sure people love seeing the baby photos right away, but sheesh, it's not natural. <laughs> it's just not natural for people to pose for a picture after they've given birth, like right after they've given birth. Uh, we've said it all before. People are saying it like the world over, but um, I don't know, man. These journals, man, they go on television 
and they write their little articles, but they pretend to speak for people. You know, they pretend to speak for their viewers. They pretend to speak for their readers. Maybe in their mind, they actually think they do, but, um, or they just think people are stupid, but I don't know. That's where unbiased polls are important. I mean, um, the data is right there in black and white. Uh, and so the people said, no, you do not have a right to this baby's photos. Get a grip. <laughs> uh, Oprah actually weighed in on that too. She said she is very proud of Megan and Harry for standing their ground, essentially. Um, I mean, you got to think they are under a considerable amount of pressure. You got everybody always bitching about, oh, our tax dollars help, you know, refurbish your home. And, you know, our tax dollars fly you all of these places. Show us your baby, you know. But uh, that's what happens when people know who they are. They don't really give into pressure that easily, which is what I think people generally love about the Sussexes. Um, Megan told you who she was before she got married. Sis is not budging. <laughs> She's not changing on that because that would involve changing her standards for herself. So, you know, good on them. And the fact that like even 1% of people think that they have the right to see Megan and the baby after they have both gone through the most traumatic moments in their lives up to this point. What is this? Like, that's absolutely bananas. Speaking of bananas, you know what I mean? That's crazy. That's kind of crazy. After she feels like the most vulnerable she's ever felt in her life, you expect her to stand on some steps and pose for some pictures for y'all raggedy asses. And we talking about like the same fools who held interviews with her dad, published her private letters. You know, they, they call her baby fake. Y'all want her to pose for pictures for y'all? I mean, let's go through the list. Her avocado toast causes drought. She's a diva. She helps terrorists. And oh, how dare she shut her own car door? The nerve you girls have. And you know, like, <laughs> everybody wants to see the baby. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to see the baby. And if Megan and Harry decided that, you know, long before her due date, that they would do the Lindo wing and they would stand on the steps like Kate and Diana I think everybody would be happy about that. But the point is, they don't want it. You know, nigga? No means no. No means no. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, like, coerce and try to force and complain so much that a person, like, budges. You know, so it's just kind of like, girl, respect their privacy. Um, but, you know, it, and as much as I want to see the baby, I kind of wish that, like, Megan pulls a Beyonce <laughs> and not like really show anybody her kid until like they're one. So the Invictus games, <laughs> like how everybody got the first good look at Sir and Rumi and the homecoming thing. I mean, if you went to the tour, you saw some pictures, but like this is the most she's ever shown them, which was the homecoming d documentary on Netflix. I would be cool if Megan and Harry didn't debut this baby until the Hague Invictus games. 
like, hey, y'all, we made it. We up in this gig. I just, you know, I just wanted to proofread my mama and my daddy's speeches. But we all know Megan and Harry are too nice for that. Uh, besides, you know, if anything, I know they love their fans. So, you know, they know we got their back. I think they're going to show, they're just going to show pictures um, at some point. I would say probably within the first month, probably within the first two weeks. Again, <laughs> I'm not basing that on nothing, but whenever those pictures come, I'm good because they're doing what they want to do. So speaking of baby Sussex, I got something for you. I don't think you'll ever <laughs> hear this, <laughs> but um, I will end the episode with that thing. Okay. It's really just a little letter, but I mean, you know, if anything, it's it's like for the squad. Because <laughs> like I said, I don't think Baby Sussex can read yet. But it's just something I wanted to share with the atmosphere. Like a good intention or, you know, just some some thoughts. But uh, anyway, it's I think it's just important to, you know, just kind of put positive energy in the air. And... Um, you know, just just a little few well wishes before your big day. You know, let's put it that way. You ready? In my Beyonce voice. Okay, here we go. Dear baby Sussex. Dear baby Sussex, what to say to you? When will you come? What day will you be born? <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. But for real, like I have had that song in my head for like the last week. I'm a Hamilton freak. You know? We waiting on you, baby Sussex. Okay, here we go. Dear baby Sussex, I'm excited to finally know your name. I bet it will fit you perfectly. Even though you are not yet here, I'd like to welcome you to the world, this crazy, beautiful, scary, but loving world. You come as a fully formed human being, worthy of love and respect. Surely your parents will see to it that you have that and more. You are destined to be great and to do great things because the path you choose will be entirely your own. You arrive enjoying the shade of a massive tree whose seeds were planted by kings and queens, royalty from Africa's western shores and the vast plantation fields of the American South to the grand palaces and castles of your native England. Your path has been made with each battle fought, with each prayer prayed, and each spiritual sung in hopes of simply hanging on to hope itself and in hope for a better day. Each one propelled you to this present moment where you will stand tall on the shoulders of giants. You were always meant to be here, so a place was made for you. Your ancestors compelled you to spring forward so you could take in the world through your own eyes. Your grandmothers are dynamic women who dared to be different. They lived life on their terms and found the strength in themselves when the days were dark. They dared to taste life while pouring the best of themselves into the children who would become your parents. They are Doria and Diana. You are very lucky your parents are kind, intelligent, lovely people who know themselves very well. They know and love each other very much, 
and they loved you long before you existed. They are Rachel and Henry. There are multitudes around the world praying for your safe and peaceful journey into this life. And as you grow, I hope you remember to seek light over darkness. Seek meaning in the things you do and seek understanding in times of uncertainty. Seek adventure, but never perfection. Be brave, but be kind. And above all, be kind to yourself. Welcome to the world. That's it for me, guys. Until next time, please make sure you donate or spread the word about, or both, Little Village. The Little Village uh, charity, they do great things in London. They need all the help they can get, which is kind of the case for a lot of a lot of these organizations. Go to littlevillagehq.org, see how you can help. Also consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. That would help the rankings a little bit. That would mean the world to me. You can catch me on Twitter, IG. Just say hello. You know, you guys have been so sweet. You've been sending me little emails and stuff. Um, or even just with your thoughts, <laughs> you know, I'll be happy to receive those. So um, not sure what I'm going to do with those yet, but feel free. Go. My DMs are open and uh, my email, You can the email you can use is uh, sussexsquad at gmail.com. One word. Um, and yeah, I will see y'all as we continue to wait for baby boo. Peace. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me.